Quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Yes, guy. Welcome to episode one or one hundred and two. Yes, guy. Episode one hundred and two, or like we like to say, yes, guy. One hundred and two. Did I get all that out? I mangled it. Anyways, Perry Lefko, how are you today, sir? As usual, I'm doing spectacular. How's that, Jim? Spectacular. Okay, well, that's an upgrade for you. But nonetheless, uh, coming up on the show very shortly, Chuck Swirsky, voice of the Chicago Bulls, former Raptors voice. Ron Foxcroft, and then we'll have Mike Hogan reporting to us from Grey Cup headquarters. If you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park Managing Broker, REMAX Realty Services Incorporated Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call Charles at 647-292-8886 or contact him via email, charlespark at remax.net. When you go to the fox40shop.com website, you will find the Fox 40 Titan and Fox 40 coaching boards, the Fox 40 electronic whistle producing 100 decibels at the push of a button. Go to fox40shot.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. Now we go top drawer. Let's bring in Chuck Swirsky, voice of the Bulls. Chuck, how are you today, sir? Well, I'm doing well. Thank you for the invitation. Always a pleasure. And by the way, I am not worthy to be on the same program with Ron Foxcroft, who is the guy. Well, I love the man. Uh, always a pleasure. That's the title of your book. Uh, take us through that process. Well, I mean, for the last two or three years, a lot of people, um, you know, have inquired whether or not I plan to do a reflection on my career. And by by no stretch of the imagination, am I ready to hang it up? I, I have plenty left in the tank, still energized. Fortunately, uh, my health is good. So that's all in place. But You know, a couple of publishers approached me, and I didn't find that it was the right time, just didn't get the right feel. And then uh, here I am, my 25th season in the NBA, and I thought, okay, let's do it. And so for the last year, I've been putting notes together, ideas together. Eckhart's Press did a fantastic job with the book, and we released it a few weeks ago. Well, Chuck, this is Perry Lefkoe. I wanted to say hello. We've never met before. And Chuck, I've written several books. It can be a very lonely process. How did you find doing it? I felt that uh, it was invigorating, lonely, uh, reflective, uh, isolated. Um, Sometimes, you know, you wonder, okay, should I put this story in? Should I leave it out? Um, Will the audience be captivated by something that happened years ago? Uh, But it all comes down to the heart, Perry. And I've read your work. You do a fantastic job, obviously. Read you for many, many years covering the CFL with different personalities and storylines with that league. So when it comes down to, all right, let's, let's start from day one so the, so the readers have an opportunity to get to know a little bit more about me other than X's and O's in broadcasting sports. And that's where I really laid the foundation. You know, it's always interesting coming up with a title. And knowing you in Toronto, one of your favorite expressions was onions, onions. So did you come up with the title? Did they come up with the title? Was it a meeting of the minds? No, you know what? It was, it was mine. Uh, because I always, uh, during the broadcast, 
especially to start the broadcast, where I always say it's always a pleasure, because it is a pleasure. I mean, people are inviting me, our broadcast, our broadcast team, Bill Winnington, another great Canadian, and they are inviting us into their cars, their homes, um, whether they're running errands now with the smartphones, who knows where they're listening on an app. So that's uh, how I arrived at the title of the book. Chuck, I think inquiry minds want to know, did you ever recover from Vinsanity? <laughs> well, you know what? It's interesting because I have quite a bit in the book about Toronto, my experience living in Canada and calling Raptors games. Of course, we have to talk about Vince because it was the perfect storm uh, to begin my broadcasting NBA career and, for that matter, Canadian career. Um, in Toronto with Vince in his rookie year. And, you know, the the Carter era for Raptor basketball, I mean, he did put basketball on the map in that country. And, you know, I, I look at it, I just talked about a perfect storm. It was a perfect storm. If you go back to 98-99, the year Vince was drafted, and how everything came together with the flip in the draft with Golden State, where they wanted Antoine Jameson, the Raptors wanted Carter, and Golden State cut a check so that trade could be consummated. And the Raptors took that money to build a practice facility on the third floor of the Air Canada Center. Great move by Glenn Grumwald. And on top of that, Vince played above the rim, something Raptor fans had never seen on a daily basis. And all of a sudden, he caught fire. And, I mean, he just went crazy every night. And I'm talking about every night. And so here you have still a very, very young Raptor TV radio audience catching basketball where they would go to the Rogers Center, as it was named back in the day, at Skydome. And here they're, they're witnessing this guy play hoops and then all of a sudden you have this brand new building the air canada center and it's open to 19,800 a night and so playing above the rim having an exciting team with a second year player in tracy mcgrady with veterans like oakley and willis and christy and d brown i mean how can you not love that team well chuck you were paid to broadcast basketball. Do you feel like you're actually living the life like it's something you never could have imagined? Or was this, did you plan this a long time ago? No, you know what? This is something I wanted to do as a kid. And we all have dreams of, you know, playing center field at the major league level or, you know, taking the ball on the mound for game seven of the World Series or playing, you know, in the Nets for game seven of the Stanley Cup. We all have those those dreams, you know, when you're a kid, you envision yourself, and then you realize, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of like five, you know, five something as a little boy, and I'm like 100 pounds. I don't think that's going to happen. So, but I knew I wanted to be a sportscaster at the age of five, believe it or not, and that's in the book, and I talk about it extensively, about chasing your dreams and going to bed with the transistor radio and a flashlight, memorizing stats and players and jersey numbers and catching out-of-town ball games. So all this came to fruition 
And that's why my book is really a book that goes beyond X's and O's. It's a book of passion and purpose and positivity. But more importantly, it's a book of perseverance because this, this industry in the sports media field, and while people on the outside may think it's glamorous and to a certain degree, it's very, very, very fulfilling. It can also beat you up in so many different ways. And that's why you got to keep grinding. Well, and, and you did that. And so when you go over your resume, Chuck, I mean, this is a, uh, you know, a real solid approach. It's a step-by-step approach, which doesn't really happen much anymore. I call that old school. I did that. You did that. I mean, you just kept at it, didn't you? Well, you know what, Jim? I mean, here, here's the story. At the end of the day, you have to be your, your own best advocate. And by that, I mean, you know, this is, this is a very competitive world. And regardless of what industry and line of work uh, men and women decide to enter, this is what I signed up for. And did I want to make four or five stops along the way and uproot my family or go to different cities? Would I have preferred to be in one market? You know, on one hand, someone could say, yeah. On the other hand, if I wanted to continue to pursue my dream to be an NBA broadcaster, I have to pay my dues. And so every move, every move I can honestly say, looking back, every career move I made had the sole purpose of, okay, am I one step closer to my dream of becoming an NBA broadcaster? Leaving WGN in Chicago was extremely hard. I mean, we were well-received. Everything was great. I had a fantastic boss. It was magnificent. But, you know, when the radio rights changed, I had to make a decision. I could stay there for life, do morning drive sports, still do pre-half post on the Bears network, pre-post for Cubs, you know, do some TV work. But that's not what I wanted. My, my flame was burning for play-by-play for basketball and the NBA. I went to the University of Michigan, and Michigan was a pro franchise. Let's, let's you know, get to the core. Michigan operates like a pro franchise in everything they do, and I say that very affectionately and with total respect. They are a top, top-tier A Division One program on all levels. I love my time at Michigan. But without that Michigan job, I don't get the Raptor job. And without the Raptor job, I'm not approached by the Bulls. And so things fell into place, fortunately. And here I am in my 25th year and about to call my 2000th game. Well, Chuck, what you've just described is an excellent understanding of perseverance, passion, and following your dreams. But I have to ask you, I referenced it before, how did Onions Onions come about? Well, you know, there, here's the story. The first time I heard that, was with Ray Meyer, a legendary college basketball coach uh, at DePaul for 43 years, later became my broadcast partner, great human being. I think of him every day, rest his soul. He was an incredible, incredible man. I write about Coach Ray in the book. So we're having a conversation, and we're talking about a player, and he goes, that guy has onions. And I went, what? And he goes, that guy has onions. And I thought, onions, oh, onions, okay. And so then Bill Raftery 
uh, former college basketball coach in the States and does uh, some college work uh, on television, used onions during a broadcast. And I tweaked that and kind of embellished it a little bit, and it just took off. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I love watching players under pressure because you learn a lot about players. And people say, well, is there more pressure on a player on a winning team or a losing team? And I look at it this way. I think when you win, your teammates hold you accountable even more because they want that player, man or woman, doesn't matter what league, doesn't matter sport, anything. When you're a member of a team, you're held accountable to a very high standard. That means that you're not going to make every shot, obviously, and you're not going to hit a get a base hit every time you go to the plate, but you're held to a high accountable. When you lose, you find out a lot about your teammates and yourself in that locker room. And that, by that I mean, all right, are you going to point fingers? Are you looking at the mirror? Because the mirror doesn't lie, okay? You may be able to con people, but you can't con yourself. And that's the beauty of sport is that if you're an athlete and you believe in the core foundation of character and accountability, uh, then I think you're on the right path. But if you're always looking to pass the buck and always blaming people, uh, it's going to catch up with you. And that's why I think this book, uh, as I illustrate some stories about the character of individuals in the book who really have achieved a great deal of success, not only because of their skill, but because of their heart. That is extremely well said, Chuck. Uh, let's end on this. I want to talk about energy. Obviously, you did games at the Dome, Maple Leaf Gardens, and um, Air Canada Centre slash Scotiabank Arena, uh, and you've done it home and visiting. Uh, you've done games in the United Centre, which is a cavernous building. Uh, when you're on the air, especially in radio, you add energy, but the energy of the building floats you along. Can you compare the energy of, of a home Raptors game and a home Bulls game for you? Well, I mean, both, both you know, obviously from a, a, a core standpoint, um, you know, the Raptor, Raptor Nation changed, you know, dramatically. You know, this was an expansion team. Fans were going in to watch the other teams, other players that they saw or read about coming into Toronto for the first time. But once Vince arrived, the electricity in the Air Canada Centre like took off. And then of course, when, when Vince came down with injuries and then the falling out took place and, you know, the Raptors under Richard Petty and Tom Anselmi, two of the finest executives I've ever been around, they reinvented the wheel, so to speak, not necessarily with a relationship with the fan base because the fan base, I don't want to say it was starting to wane guys, but I, I think that um, when Vince left, a lot of people, were disillusioned with with an athlete deciding I don't want to play here anymore, and it was a gut punch. And I got into this uh, in the book, and it hurt. But you know what? With the arrival of Bosch, and then with a you know a very brash, outspoken coach, very transparent in Sam Mitchell, and then the team came around um, because of people like Brian Colangelo, who was an aggressive executive like Masai, and they said, okay, I get it. You know what? 
we, we've got to do some things, and we're going to change the culture. The same thing with the Bulls. You had the Jordan run, okay? It's over. He retires for the first time, signs with Washington later. But there was a period before Derrick Rose where this ball club, talking about the Bulls franchise, they had mild success, but nothing like Jordan and nothing like Rose. In that window, the fan base held their own. And so I think both cities show the resiliency of being able to take, you know, that, that, that hit, so to speak, because when it runs over, it's over. And very few organizations can sustain uh, a 10-year run. Um, you know, not every organization can have a run like the San Antonio Spurs. Um, so that, that's my answer to your question. Chuck, uh, the book is always a pleasure. This was a pleasure. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. If you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park Managing Broker, REMAX Realty Services Incorporated Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call Charles at 647-292-8886 or contact him via email, charlespark at remax.net. When you go to the fox40shop.com site, you will find hockey products like the Fox 40 Call, Fox 40 Super 4 CMG. Don't forget to pick up a copy of the 40 Ways of the Fox, Ron Foxcroft's in inspirational book for new entrepreneurs and business veterans alike fox40shop.com use the code yes guy for 15 percent off your order this is yes guy the radio show on tsn 1050 welcome back to yes guy the radio show jim taddy and perry love go with you this segment is sponsored by braley financial advisors incorporated financial advisor herb braley ready to help you with your financial needs if you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options contact herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, BraleyAdvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Check out Fox 40's new premium whistle, the Fox 40 Titan, in a sleek titanium body. The Titan emulates the authentic sound of the Fox 40 Classic, available now in titanium, gold, or matte black. Go to fox 40 Shop. Dot com. And speaking of Fox 40, let's bring in Ron Foxcroft, the head man, the, the founder. Mr. Foxcroft, how are you today, sir? Doing terrific. I have never been so excited. This is Great Cup weekend, Jim Perry. And um, I'll tell you, it's our national game. It's an institution. Two great teams. And, and you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the matchup because – the Argos have grown. Uh, you know, they say play your best football in October and November and establish a ground game. And, of course, Winnipeg, our Winnipeg, fantastic team, great team, great quarterback, amazing coach. This is going to be a classic. Well, Ron, I'm curious to know if you think the Regina fans will cheer for Toronto because Regina certainly can't cheer for Winnipeg. No, I think that might happen, Perry. That's a very, very good point. Um, the Regina fans, you know, basically, you know well, they, they cheer for the Green Riders. <laughs> they don't see any other team. But I really don't think they'll be cheering for uh, uh, Winnipeg, you know, the, the, the Western team. Uh, like me, I'm going to be extremely neutral. I'm cheering for the referees. Well, that we knew for sure. You may be the only person watching the game saying, hey, what do, you, what do you think about that call? Everyone else is going, come on, man. Didn't you see the touchdown? Is that the way it works for you? That's a, a, Perry, that's a very, very good point. But, uh, you know, this is a special time, though, for us 
this is the 25th year that we at Fox 40, our team, have presented the Grey Cup rings to the game officials. It's it's a very special time. I know it's uh, received well from the league, and uh, it's received extremely well from the referees. And, you know, Perry, um, you've been around a long time following the CFL, and 25 years ago we, uh, we went to the league and said, what do you do for the referees, the Grey Cup referees for the national championship? And they said, well, we really don't have a budget. And I said, well, Fox 40s, can we take it over? And, and Perry? 25 years ago. Wow. And, you know, people don't, uh, they just uh, sort of criticize the referees, but this is a, a crowning moment for any official on that field on Sunday, isn't it? It is. You know, referees are accountable. And, of course, right now uh, our industry has many, many challenges. I'll give you an example. Uh, Ontario soccer at one time had 9,000 referees. I understand they're down to 3,500. The, wow. the industry is uh, it's having great difficulty not only recruiting but maintaining because of there's no one single factor, but of, of course some factors are um, it, it costs a lot to become a referee, training, uh, books, and uh, equipment. And the game fees in, in Canada basically cover your gas and a hamburg after the game. On top of that, it's time away from your family it's fan abuse player abuse coach abuse parent abuse and so on so yes uh getting the great cup assignment the uh the cfl referees are an amazing crew but they're accountable and they're rated on every game on every call and the referees assigned to the great cup are the highest rated referees at their position so it's a it's a crowning moment jim it is, uh, but let me ask you this. I mean, you know, because of what you detailed there about how tough it is for officials, I mean, well, what is the answer to that? Because clearly we need officials. Yeah, more communication. We need absolutely more communication. And like the CFL, unwavering support from leagues and associations. And I'll give you an example. Commissioner Randy Ambrosi from the CFL put out a notice about two weeks ago and uh, condemning bad behavior by fans towards officials and supporting and, and thanking the officials that they do on the field. So, Jim, like you and Perry, uh, the job has to be communications. And, and we really need to, A, communicate. If you love the game, if you love the game, like that's why I got into refereeing. Uh, you know, my, my first games were 75 cents, so it wasn't for the money or the game fee. It, it's a way to stay involved in the game, to give back to a game that you love, and and um, we need that communication. But it it has to start, Jim, with unwavering support towards officials from administration, leagues, associations, and so on, just like Randy Ambrosi at the CFL. Well, I have to ask you about a referee by the name of Dave Foxcroft, who I believe is your son. And I need to know, when he was five years old, did you put a whistle in his hand and say, you're going to be a referee sometime later in your life? Great question. Neither of my sons. You know, um, Sunday, of course, Dave has a big assignment at, at the Great Cup. 
And on the same day at one o'clock, Steve has a, a, a big assignment working the chain crew for the Buffalo Bills, both on the same day. So obviously I'm a very proud dad. But you know, um, if you have to coerce and force somebody into officiating, it will never work. It has to be their idea. They have to have a love for the game and many other reasons. So no, I actually didn't encourage either all three of my sons to get into officiating. I can honestly say they did it on their own. Steve at 14 years of age, Dave got into basketball and um, decided to switch to football, which made me happy because it's my favorite sport. And Ronnie, uh, he's now into basketball and loves it. So no, Perry, I didn't coerce trick or force them They actually all got into it for the love of the game. And they also saw the love I had and, and the people it's uh, Perry. It's about the people. It's about the people you meet. I've got people, fellow officials around the world going back to 1973 internationally. When I worked with Dan, uh, Randy Maynoso from Mexico in a basketball game. We're still friends, so it's all about the people, Perry. Well, you know, we've buried the lead here. We had Chuck Swirsky on just before you, and he paid you a nice tribute. And then there's this horse called Chairman Fox who who won on the weekend with a marvelous stretch run. I think we should talk about these two individuals. Oh, Chuck Swirsky, you know, I'll tell you, the, the consummate journalist professional, I must say, a very special friend. Jim, we lived in Burlington and commuted to Raptor games. Now, that has to be on a bucket list, to commute to Raptor games with the one and only Chuck Swirsky. He is an amazing broadcaster, a more amazing human being, a, a, a friend. And, and, you know, I really believe Toronto people appreciate what they had and what they have. They had the Swirsky. Now they have Matty D, who is terrific. So you have the Swirsky, you have Matty D, and you have Jim Taddy on the post game. Now that is a pretty good lineup, Perry, to have those three. And I'm sure Toronto fans appreciate it. Now, Chairman Fox, uh, I think Perry has lost my phone number. I've never <laughs> been, I've never been to a horse race at Woodbine. And I was promised an invitation by the the ultimate <laughs> consummate expert in many things, including horse racing, Perry Lefko. He's lost my phone number. Jim, I've never <laughs> been to a horse yeah. race. And this week, Unbelievable. I think it was around my birthday, November 5th, Chairman Fox won a race. So, um, Jim... Could you provide Perry with, you've got my phone <laughs> yes. number. Yeah. Would you give it to him? Well, he's, Come on, let's go give me a call. Perry's the best, but he's, he's really had some slippage in, in this area. I've been inviting yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> you know, and Jim Lawson's up there. He's a big shot. And, and Perry knows Jim yeah. Lawson and, so um, I'm I'm waiting for that. Uh, you know I'm at the Grey Cup, but I'll I'll be waiting for the invitation. 
As they say, it's in the mail, okay? It's just a little slow in, in delivery mail. right now, okay? It, 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 it's in the mail, but <laughs> you guys do a great job. Wow. And, and Perry, you know, I, I joke, but isn't it a great triumvirate, the, the Swirsky, Matty D, Jim Taddy on the postgame? Is that a, a, a great lineup? That's a trifecta, or trifecta, as they say in Canada, okay? That's a horse racing term. I mean, you've never taken Ron to the track. How would he know that? Ron knows more than you think he knows, okay? (laughs) Hey, guys, Grey Cup Sunday going to be an amazing game. Ron, who do you like in the game? Just very quickly, do you like the Argos, Winnipeg, what? (laughs) I like the referees. I'm, I'm cheering on every call for the referees and a classic game with two amazing teams. Did you just blow a horn in the background? Sounds like you better keep your eyes on the road there. Yeah, you know what? I, I am not accountable for the background noise. That's, that's not my responsibility. I'm sorry. But it's, it's crazy out here at the Grey Cup. So, you know, uh, we got to uh, make amends for all this background noise. People are crazy in Grey Cup weekend. Foxy, thanks very much. Enjoy your Grey Cup. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure, guys. Oh, there's that line again. Okay. You keep hearing it. Holy cow. (laughs) Mike Morielli drops. Anyway, this segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor, Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Well, let's talk about advanced planning, your life, your say, your tribute, and all your way. Turner and Porter Funeral Directors, let's start a conversation. Visit turnerporter.ca. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Welcome back to Yes Guy, the radio show. Jim Taddy, Perry Lefko with you. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMD SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean. Go to SafeBridgeFinancial.com or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Master your game strategy with Fox 40 coaching boards available for basketball, hockey, football, and more. Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. Go to Fox40Shop.com. Let's bring in now the communications manager, play-by-play voice of the Toronto Argonauts, our good friend, Mike Hogan. Hoagie, how are you, sir? Jimmy, how are you, pal? <laughs> good, good. This is a, this is Christmas for you, is it not? Oh man, and it it it, it feels like it. It's uh, today uh, in the minus twenties, and tomorrow for game day is going to be uh, probably a little bit warmer. But yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a cold one out here. But oh, Christmas, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, absolutely. This is this is the best feeling in the world. Hoagie, you've done. The Great Cup in so many different capacities. This one's a little different being with the team. Do you find yourself getting just really, really excited because you've been around these guys the whole year? You know them. You know what they feel like. And it's a very personal thing, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it, it's different. Like uh, Usually when you go on a road trip, it's stay before the game. So you get one sleep, and then you're up, and you're at them, and you go to the stadium, and you play, and you go home. And we got in on Tuesday at about six o'clock local time, and it's just been go 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 go. And 
with media commitments and, you know, what we're doing and what we're helping other media types with. And it's a busy week. It's, it's really, really exhausting, but in the best possible way. And um, obviously when you, when you work for the team, as opposed to cover the team, it's, it is a lot more personal and uh, it's just a different feeling. Uh, I don't know how many great cups I've covered now, but uh, I, I've called two in the past, or at least been with the Argos uh, for two wins and uh, called one game. And it's a, uh, it's different this year. It's personal. Like you say, it's uh, it, it really is a neat feeling. You know, one of the big stories in, in the game is just the return of, of the running back. He used to play for Winnipeg Harris and uh, his former team. So have you found that there's been a lot of media requests for him and, and, you know, he's become a big part of the story. Uh, he is the story. Um, you know, the first couple of days out here, uh, there were, there were major media events, uh, uh, the first open practice was on Wednesday, and he was front and center. And then on Thursday, there was media day where they bring in half of the team for one segment for about 45 minutes, and then the second half of the team. And Andrew was like, he had more people than pinball. Like, it was always about five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten deep in terms of media, plus a bunch of cameras, and it just it just never stopped. So... Uh, you know, he, he had a great career in Winnipeg. He went back to back there in the last couple of great cups. He's a Winnipeg native, uh, and just, he still has stuff to give. And the fact that he missed most of this season and came back just in time for the Eastern final, defying all of the odds in response to having surgery on his, on a torn pec muscle. Uh, he's ready to go. He looked good on Sunday and hopefully he looks good on this Sunday. Hokey, how would you describe the season? I mean, clearly they, they learned a lesson last year uh, in the Eastern Final and, you know, added some players, but it's been a pretty good run this year, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's it's been interesting. Like, it's uh, with any team you want to build and you want to peak at the right time, right? And there, there, were, there were some really major speed bumps along the way, but you could always see they were getting better. And, you know, I think it was the second game of the season uh, out to BC and, that was as ugly a game as we've seen in, in a while. It's just they weren't in it from the get-go. And from that point, you've seen the gradual progression to where in the Eastern Final on Sunday, it was the best all-around game the offense had. Like, it's peaking at exactly the right time of the season. And the defense has always, since about week five or six, where, where they were getting into Corey Mace's system. He's our new first-year defensive coordinator. Uh, now they've got, got it, right? It's a really aggressive defense, led the CFL in interceptions and turnovers by a considerable margin, uh, 28 interceptions this year. I don't think another team had 20. Um, it's just an aggressive, fun defense to watch, and I'm really interested to see what they dial up against Zach Kolaris if he's able to go at 100% on, uh, on Sunday. Hoagie, going to watch a, a game in Regina is an experience in and of itself. Now, being great cup week, can you just give us a quick snapshot of just the feeling, the excitement, you know, for the, the people in town, even though their team is not in it. Yeah, it, it was kind of quiet early in the week, which was surprising. Like, there were the signs up and stuff like that. But you know what it's like? You, you've done enough of these. Thursday night is when people started to arrive, and that's when it started to get loud and rowdy. And, you know, the, uh, the, the parties, the team parties, the spirit of Edmonton, all of that stuff going on uh, out by Mosaic Stadium, just kind of uh, towards the airport here in Regina. Um, that's when it really started to pick up and you really started to get that. Okay. Now business is here. The fans are here. And, uh, then it's, it, it, it 
stopped becoming a work trip to a degree and the party started and now it's, you know, that's when it started to, uh, to you know, the curfew got a little bit earlier and guys really had to dial in to make sure they didn't end up at the parties or, you know, staying out too late. But everybody knows this is a business trip and it's been too damn cold all week long to, uh, to, to let it slip away just because you wanted to go out and, and, and go party with some of the fans. That's not happening on this team. But, you know, a Grey Cup is uh, cer- certainly a national celebration. Uh, there are some components that are the same, but, but each city likes to put its own stamp on it. So what would be the Regina stamp on this? Cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, some, some places, I mean, they did this before, like there's an outdoor area downtown that they've kind of dressed up for for uh, for the celebration of the week. But, uh, you know, it was just too damn cold to go there. Um, so was, you kind of had to get an Uber or a taxi or find your way out to the, uh, the convention center where the parties were, um, the most, for the most part, they weren't downtown, but it's, you know, it's, it's a tough week, literally because it's tough to walk around downtown, um, because it is so cold. And, um, you know, once you get involved with the fans and see, you know, uh, an Argo fan and a Ticat fan with their arms around each other, having a beer and likewise a, a bomber fan and a, a Ryder fan and a Calgary and Edmonton fan, you know you're a great cup fan when, when you see that, okay, for the next few hours, we're going to put everything aside while fans of the league, but damn it, I want my team to beat your team on Sunday. Uh, so you hate them for three hours, but, you know, it's it's interesting, especially at West. Great cup is just different at West than it is in, in Toronto or Ottawa or Hamilton or Montreal. It's just, it's a little bit different out here. It's a little rowdier. It's a little more passionate and, uh, the fans here from not only Regina, but across the country really made this a hell of a week. And, uh, you know, uh, after Thursday, especially, that's when it really, really started to pick up. Okay, so you say it's cold. You're from Toronto. If it's zero degrees, we think that's cold. You think the people in Regina say this is actually not as cold as you make it out to be? Uh, oh, but it's a dry cold. That's what, that's what you get. Um, <laughs> no, it's and, and a dry cold's better than, than it is here. Come on, Hoagie. Yeah, uh, I would think that for people from the East, especially the, the thing that was purchased more than anything other than beer this week was chapstick. Um, Cause it's, it's a dry cold man. And it was, uh, uh, that was the thing that I, I made sure I had a couple of tubes just when I came out. Cause I had to, I went through this out here in 2013. It was, a, Oh man, I, I could barely talk by the end of the week. Um, but it was yeah, people out here are used to it. Sure. But for people from, uh, the East and people from Vancouver, this is just a little bit different. And, uh, uh, you know, Viva la Difference, it's great to see the, the, the Great Cup and how it's celebrated in every market across this spectacular country. And uh, uh, Regina is really kind of the heartbeat of the CFL. So to have it here, you knew it was going to be good. And with Ryderville, you know, pumping it and uh, Spirit of Edmonton and the Eastern Party zone, it was just they really, really had a good time. And uh, by the time uh, Sunday morning rolls around game day, there are a lot of people nursing a lot of hangovers. So, Hoagie, let's try an old Tonight Show gag. How cold is it? <laughs> it's so cold. Um, oh, I wish I had I wish you had to set me up with that. Uh, <laughs> no, I got nothing. I wish I did. Um, wow, well, if, if I... If I if I kiss the Grey Cup, I'd stick to it for four days. How's that? There, that's good. That that's a visual. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I have Let, that opportunity on Sunday night. Well, that would be nice. So let's let's end it on this. I mean, you know the Argo tendencies, and without revealing any secrets, how do you think this game will be played? Like, what what are you looking for? 
I, I think weather's going to dictate that both teams are going to try and establish the run. And both teams have been able to do that with Harris and with A.J. Olat, who is so damn fun to watch. Uh, the Argos can go too deep at back. So can Winnipeg. And I'm just, I'm just curious to see what nuances that we haven't seen. Uh, you know, the Argos showed Montreal some stuff last week that Montreal hadn't seen. Uh, Montreal showed the Argos some stuff that we hadn't seen. Uh, likewise in the Western Finals. So, um, you know, Thursday was a closed practice, so the guys were able to see uh, what had been installed and go through that and, you know, without the prying eyes of the media. So uh, Winnipeg did the same thing. So I, I, I don't know. I, I would assume, assume it's going to come down to, you know, seeing what you can do with the run and what you do off the run in terms of play action or, you know, using the flats, using guys that maybe haven't been used a lot all year. And if you can work the passing game off a running game, then you're going to be in good shape. And again, the most important thing on Sunday, like it is for any game, hang on to the damn football. Um, I, I really think that the most turnovers is going to lose this game uh, because they, uh, the, the records may not indicate it, but this on paper and when you look at the matchups, this is a really, really well-matched, close football game. So I, I, I expect nothing less than that on Sunday, and hopefully the guys wearing double blue have uh, have some company on the flight home. Hoagie, can you give us a yes guy, Grey Cup, uh, uh, sorry, a Grey Cup yes guy on the way out? Grey Cup yes guy. There we go. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact him on Twitter at MTGDean. Go to SafeBridgeFinancial.com or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Let's talk about it. Advanced planning, your life, your say, your tribute, and all your way. Turner and Porter Funeral Directors, let's start a conversation. Visit TurnerPorter.ca. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Yes, guy. No, guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the official edition of Yes, Guy, No, Guy, and Yes, Guy, the radio show. In fact, this is the 102nd time we're doing it because this is episode 102. Go ahead, sir. Mike Morreale, friend of the show, might be upset knowing that there's a book called Always a Pleasure by Chuck Swirsky, knowing that that's Mike's calling card. Uh, I'm going to say no, Guy. I believe Always a Pleasure is now part of public domain. It's uh, too late to register it. So I'm going to go with a hard no, Guy, on that. But since you brought it up, yes, Guy, no, Guy, always a pleasure. Yes, Guy, always a pleasure. With with heavy leanage, too, when I say that, okay? (laughs) Heavy heavy leanage. Yes, Guy. Go ahead, sir. Chuck Swirsky's book is a must-read, even if we haven't read it yet. I'm going to say yes, Guy. I want to hear what he has to say, especially about his Toronto years. But it's great for, uh, you know, to, if you look at his, his bio, how he built his career, it's, it's a step-by-step process. Not everybody does that anymore. I think you found it very interesting because he talked about the process. Yes, absolutely I did. Um, yes, guy, no guy. The Argos will win the Grey Cup. Oh No, no guy. I had to think about that just because I think Winnipeg is a better team. Oh, can I, can I add to that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead, sir. Yes, guy. No, guy. The key thing in this whole game is Zach Kolaris's ankle. If it's if he's not right, that's the Argonauts' best hope of winning. Oh, I'm going to say yes, guy, to that. And because I've said yes, guy, to that, supplemental yes, guy, no, guy. Yes, guy, no, guy. The weather will decide the outcome. No, guy. Both teams have running games, so they'll be able to deal with the, with the weather, regardless of what it is. 
That's a no-brainer guy. Let's, let's end on this. Yes guy, no guy. Hoagie will have no voice after the game. No, he will have a voice after the game, but he may be cold since he's telling us it's really, really cold out there. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Hope you enjoyed Yes Guy 102. We're going to be off next week thanks to the World Cup, so we'll be back in two weeks for Yes Guy 103. And remember, exclusive World Cup radio coverage only on TSN 1050.